Welcome back, listeners. It's been too long. Counting the days to rewrite evil's wrongs. Prepare for big battles in your destiny. Put that cookie down. It's Scare Fighter 3. off, our heroes, Aurora, Orion, Alistair, and Brutus, known collectively as Team Sneak Wolf, had made it to King Spiderweb's Castle of Doom in hopes to vanquish him and destroy the floating city plaguing the beloved town of Creepsburg. Recently knocked unconscious from battle and having a pancake dinner nightmare, Brutus, the beefy axe wielder, is called to awaken. Brutus! Brutus, snap out of it! Uh, Orion, I had the worst dream ever, dude. It started off great. We were eating delicious pancakes, but then the old waiter turned into a fleshless creep. They all turned into syrup. Boysenberry syrup. Gross, dude. That's the worst syrup there is. Guide your back. Come on. We need backup. Here's your axe. Ah, David Chopperfield. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit is right. Brutus rubs his aching head as he looks up to see the rest of the gang engaged in a harrowing battle against a swarm of metal spider bots. Aurora swings her sword upward, slicing two of the spiders in half. I guess your spider senses weren't tingling on that one. Alistair rolls across the floor with his crossbow in hand after sticking three spider bots with bubblegum arrows and detonating them. Sorry to burst your bubble, Daddy No Legs. (laughs) Anyone hear that one? Orion runs around the perimeter of the area, smashing and denting as many spider bots as he can with his robot arms, knocking them into the chasm below. Looks like Gwen Stefani won't be walking into spiderwebs anytime soon. Ha, no doubt. Yeah, nobody's winning this one. These are all equally painful. Eh, I like mine. Eh, I like mine too. The spider bots continue to climb the tower walls, quickly jumping aboard the moving platform that carries Team Sneak Wolf higher and higher toward the top of the castle. The cover to a ventilation shaft bursts off its hinges as the little snakeoid creature known as Bert hurls his toad-like body across the room, smashing a few bots and landing on Aurora's shoulder. Bert, you came looking for us. Well, if it ain't the coolest little battle toad I know, give me a high five, Bertie. Die, Snakewolf. So, uh, what'd I miss? We're still in the castle. It's crumbling all around us. Suddenly, a spider-bot jumps from the wall, sprouting mechanical wings in midair. Its eyes roll back, revealing a lens that projects an image of a large silhouetted head with a dull red crown, slightly tilted at its peak. Enjoying yourselves, Team Stankwolf? King Spiderweb. Ugh, again? It's actually Team Sneakwolf. You got it wrong, Bugbrain. Yeah, I know what it is. I'm trying to hurt you with words. <laughs> you big old dumb bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That gets a laugh? You guys are the worst. And we're just getting started. Oh, well, that's something we agree on. 
You see, the goal was never for you to defeat the Four Shadows. It was to distract you while the castle carried you far, far away from me. <laughs> You'll never make it back in time to save Creepsburg now. Hey, King Spiderweb. You? <laughs> uh, I was gonna call you something, but I lost it. Oh my god. You know what? Enjoy your home away from home while you can, dorks. I'm gonna go work out now. Spider pains make spider gains. <laughs> Peace out. I hate you so much. Oh, Stinkbug! Oh, I was gonna call him Stinkbug. What the hell was Spiderweb talking about? Home away from home? We're almost to the top. The tower ceiling opens as the platform finally comes to a halt at the pinnacle of the castle. Finally outside, our scare fighters notice two things. One, the very castle they're standing on is floating, falling to pieces, miles up in the air. And two, Creepsburg has vanished entirely out of sight. In its place below them is a massive, barren wasteland. Bert, I've got a feeling we're not in Creepsburg anymore. <laughs> right side of the castle just fell. Hmm, not great. Are we tilting? Yep. Imagine we'll be in free fall soon. Hello, I'm April Oatmeal, reporting to you live from the Channel 6 News Blimp. From the looks of things, it seems that Team Sneak Wolf have found themselves on King Spiderweb's floating castle, which is currently crumbling to bits. The castle seems to be losing altitude quickly now with no hope of rescue. Hey, it's April Oatmeal! Help us, lady! Help us! I'm doing both. I'm helping you and reporting the news. Ed, zoom in on the scared one. <laughs> oh, I got him, April. I'm not scared. April, huge fan. Can you throw us a blimp preserver? That's not a thing, sweetie. No blimp preserver? Definitely the local news budget. Excuse me? April, can you guys fly a little closer so we can board your blimp? Hang tight. Let me check with the pilot. Guys, look in the cockpit window. Is that a dog wearing World War II goggles and an aviator helmet? I'm not surprised. Beagles are mostly bred for hunting and blimp flying. I thought you were a cat guy. I went through a phase. Sorry, fans. Soupy, our beloved dog pilot, says it's no good. Blimps can't maneuver for squat and our weight is already at max capacity. Best of luck. Pull back, Ed. Get me a full shot of the castle. I love my job. Well, should we scream now? Wait for it. Left side just fell. Yeah, now we free. The smog from the massive crash engulfs the scare fighters as they emerge from the castle rubble. Now grounded through the debris and haze, Aurora sees a glowing light shining from under the large stone fragments. There's gold in these rocks. Gold, I tell you, g-g-g-gold! Ugh, what you doing there, Aurora? Oh, just an old prospector impression. Probably a side effect from that fall we just took. Feeling a, a little loopy. Help me dig? <laughs> okay, hold on though. Let me try. <clears throat> oh, sure, sister. Let me get my old d -d -d digging tools here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are being weird. Each sold separately. Batteries not, not included. included. Mm, weird. They're being weird over here. Hey, weirdos. What'd you find in the dirt there? It's... The compass we won from defeating the Four Shadows. Huh. Thought I smashed that thing. Well, whatever you did, Brutus, it seems to have activated it. Might come in handy. Bert, stash it in the backpack. Okay. 
Guys, something big headed our way. I'm fairly alarmed here. Through the thick clouds of dust, it appears. A weaponized 18-wheeler chasing after a small van that I can only describe as a green customized duckmobile. The van's beat comes to a halt right in front of Team Sneakwolf. Two women decked out in white padded hockey gear, rollerblades, braided hair, and green headbands stare at them through the vehicle's windshield. Ride with us if you want to live. Okay. They pile into the van and peel off with the enemy onslaught right on their tails. You could say they're duck tails, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. It's petty. Thanks for the lift, ladies. No problem. Who are you guys? We're the Basher Sisters. And all that remains of our tribe, the Mighty Mallards. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Dottie Basher. And my name's Kit Basher. I might be the little sister, but I've got a big attitude. Ow! Y'all scoot over, she's hitting my shoulder. No, no room, room, dude. Plug bug, no take backs. What? Ow, stop! Kit, cool it down already. Sorry. It's okay. Don't get me wrong, as an older sister, I'm all for having fun. Just in a more respectful way. Please, don't hit me. I'm not gonna hit you, dear. You need the AC on? Why, yes, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Er, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Stop! He's getting worked up. Here, try me spots, Brutus. Fine, fine. Can I braid your hair? Hell yeah. Give me what you have. Okay, cool. Dottie, is it hard to drive wearing rollerblades? Yes, it was at first, but now I can't drive unless I wear rollerblades. Oh, <laughs> strange. So, uh, who's chasing you guys? Are they after your gasoline? Is fuel a hard commodity to come by out here? Why no, not at all. We just stopped at 7-Eleven a few miles back. Oh, well, all right. They want us to join them or die or something. Who's got time for that? It's just plain rude. Sadly, though, it comes with the hostile territory that is the Scarelands. The Scarelands? It's what we call this wasteland. Out here, the climates and locations can change quite rapidly. Are you guys Scarefighters, too? People have been telling us we are for a while now. We are not. If you truly are, then you're the only ones who can save the lands from its growing evil by slaying the five beastly kings. What do you mean? We only got one king to worry about, and that's King Spiderweb. Across the lands, the story goes, there were five evil kings. The lizard, the fish, the ape, the wolf, and a king of other means. As eats a finger to be slain, the lands will tame. All closed, they'll form a fist. Only then, when you defeat these foes, will the spider cease to exist. Hmm, very rhymy. So, we defeat these kings, and then Spiderweb somehow becomes vulnerable. Gotcha. Pull over! You will pull over now! Please. Man, these guys just don't quit. Let's climb through the top hatch of the van and see who we're dealing with. Could just open the back doors. Yeah, but if we go through the hatch, we can pretend we're surfing on top of the van. Oh, that is right at a Teen Wolf. And on my bucket list. Let's go! As Dottie drives the duck van, they climb through the top hatch to face the sinister semi-truck. 
carrying a massive summer camp fortress on its trailer bed. The battlement walls are lined with warriors wearing hockey masks. They are silent and unified in red, staring down at our heroes. Damn, that's a lot of goalies. Who's playing offense? Ah, sometimes the best offense is a good defense. What did he say? Wait, which one's talking? That one, the big dude with the megaphone, main lookout point. From the middle watchtower, the monstrous man hurdles past the overlook edge, slides down one of the flagpoles, and lands on the hood of the fortress truck. His mask seems to be an iron hybrid of both a hockey and gas mask with two respirator openings on either side. Tubes spiral out of the top of his mask, connecting to his back and arms like IVs. Jeez, hasn't this mask gotta be like melting his face? He's gotta be burning up under there. Melty face, oh yeah. And as far as his physicality, he's a shirtless, stacked mountain of muscle on top of a torn scout leader shorts and black hiking boots with knee-high yellow socks. He waves politely and brings the megaphone up to his mask, possibly very melty-faced. Yeah, the not knowing is killing me. Sorry. Greetings, travelers. I am Lord Enormous Gorgie. I am the warlord of the Gorys tribe you see before you. Welcome to our camp. We, we are, are Gorys. <laughs> yes. Look upon our legion. What are you saying, man? What? Yeah, no offense, dude. You sound like Sean Connery trying to chew ten pounds of bubblegum. That's hurtful. Can you take off your mask, Mr. Lord Enormous? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to take the mask off. Either you enjoy what I'm doing and make the effort to listen, or you don't. Okay, this is work. I'm just going to zone out. Y'all just tap me when it's go time. Damn it. What's under that mask already? Please let his face be gross under there. I mean, uh... (coughs) Lord Enormous continues to speak, holding up an old VHS tape in his hand. Do you see what this is in my hand? It is the only thing that matters. Our very way of life. A little film called Friday the 14th, Part 3. It heavily features the one and only liberator we serve. Mason Gorgies. Long live Gorgies! Oh, yes. We mold ourselves to Mason Gorhees. His physical strength, his love for his mother, his fondness for hockey masks and summer camp. We have all been initiated as Gorhees. Join us or die. Please join. It's my birthday. Happy birthday! Did we get a hockey mask if we join? Oh, yes, of course. What else? Well, you'll get a machete. We also take part in many fun activities, like arts and craft night. Damn, I love me some crafts. Yes, we have a pool and swim team, archery. Mumbles, did you say pool? Indeed I did. Guys, maybe we should join them. Seems legit. Uh, I want one of those hockey masks so bad. Yeah, 
And on Fridays, we host sacrificial bonfires. Awesome! Wait, what? We burn the wanderers that won't join us. The fire grows. Yep, there we go. They're evil. Last chance to join! We will swarm you like bees around Nicholas Cage's head in the remake of The Wicker Man. Did you see that movie? Was it very good? Sorry, Mumbles, or uh, Mr. Gorhees. It's a pass. Hey, I like The Wicker Man remake. You would, dum dum. Uh, y'all stand behind me. I'll take the first wave. Dude, how strong do you actually think you are? Bruce Willis, unbreakable strong. Not even close, man. Fine. Teamwork, then. By donkeys of war! Destroy them. With the blow of Lord Enormous's silver whistle, gates on either side of Camp Emerald's walls open as armor-plated, oversized go-karts pour out. Filled with Gorhees warriors, they accelerate after the duck van. Oh, Finn, we got company. Y'all get ready. We're gonna try to board the van. Split up. Let's take the fight to them. Right behind you, Aurora. Aurora flips over and lands on one of the dune buggies, bringing her sword down against the many machete-wielding Gorhees. During this exchange, the Gorhees warriors desperately seek each other's attention for the spotlight. Check me out, fellow Gorhees. See how I weave and slice about. I am Mason Gorhees Reborn. Oh no, check me out, fellow Gorhees. See how I counter her blade so that we may find an opening for slaughter. I'm reborn as the true Mason Gorhees. Who knew? Check me out, fellow. Sorry, that was getting a little repetitive. Gorhees, brother, you will live again, reborn in emerald waters. You will return to Mason and Mother. Here, why don't you join him? Ah! Thanks for having my back, Alistair. You can count on me. Alistair, behind you! A wounded Gorhees warrior with an arrow sticking out of the eye socket of his hockey mask lifts his machete up high and brings it down deeply into Alistair's head. Holy shit! I mean, with the machete stuck in his head, Alistair falls down face forward on the steering wheel of the go-kart while Aurora holds him. Alistair, no. <coughs> so, I might have lied a second ago when I said you could count on me. While blood trickles down from his fatal head wound, Alistair's skin begins to glow bright green. What? what what's happening to you? I'm not... <coughs> who you think I am. I'm an imposter. I, I switched places with the real Alistair during your battle with the four shadows. Shadow number three. You were the missing shadow. I was. My plan was to stay concealed as Alistair and dismantle Team Sneakwolf from the inside. But the longer I stayed in this body, the, the more I began to become human, to feel. I thought like Alistair every day. The guy, the guy really, really likes, likes bad, bad puns. puns. So what? He's... He's, he's in love with you. you. I, I, guess I guess I am too. too. Sorry I was not the right, right one. one. <laughs> Wish, Wish I was. Where's the real Alistair? Sent through a portal to a different, different dimension. A place, a place called Loosertorium. If, if I know, I know him, him now like I think I, think I, think I do, do, he'll, he'll fight, fight like hell to get back to you. Oh. Rhyme me. 
so sorry, sorry. As the glowing doppelganger Alistair passes, Aurora shows an act of kindness and holds his hand as he dissolves into the air. She grabs the large go-kart steering wheel and drives after the duck van. The Gorhees army attempts to board the vehicle, screaming out in a dire need to be Look acknowledged for their actions. Hey, watch this. These guys are so needy. They're all trying too hard to look cool. Dottie, look out. One of the Gorhees is on the outside of your door. Let me in, Rollerblades. I want to drive this duck. It's May I Drive. May I Drive your duck van. Uh, may I drive your duck van? Sweetheart, how are you going to drive without a face? Wait! And another one bites the dust. Whoa, your sister blew that guy's face off. <laughs> He's got impeccable manners, but yeah, kind of an aggressive driver. More of them coming in. Hey, get out of here. You're scratching the paint. <laughs> Sorry, germs. No free rides. No excuses. We're getting swarmed here. It really is like that bee scene in The Wicker Man. Oh, best part of the film, dude. I cried over that shit. Nick Cage displays emotions at a level of a thousand. That does it. Time to even the playing field. See how you guys like my duckle puck. Like a pinball machine, the pup bounces wildly off of each of the go-kart's fuel tanks before returning. Kit catches it with her hockey glove as all the go-karts suddenly explode in the order they were hit. Ha <laughs> Looks like I have the most kills right now. Quit bragging. We don't keep count. Huh. Well, we should. Damn, that was something like right out of a Hollywood movie. Should they have exploded that easily? What, are you a scientist or something? They blew up. End of story. Let her have it, dude. She did good. Okay, just making an observation. She's got the most kills now. Have some tact, man. All right, all right. Very good manners. Ten points to Brutus. Thanks, Dottie. Hey, can I get a hand? This go-kart's about to run out of gas. Aurora, jump over. Kit. Extend your hockey stick. Grab a hold. Got it. Huh. Okay, there's no way that go-kart could have made that big of an explosion. That's what I've been saying, little go-kart that could over here. Hey, where's Alistair? That wasn't Alistair. It was one of the four shadows. We lost the real Alistair back at the castle. Ah, we gotta go back. He won't be there. The castle was under Spiderweb's sorcery. He's been teleported somewhere else entirely. Another plane of some sort. We'll find him, Aurora. The only thing you'll find is death. Prepare yourselves for battle. You will need it. The 18-wheeler smashes the back of Dottie and Kit's duck van as Lord Enormous unzips his hefty fanny pack, brings out two soda cans, pops their tops, and inserts them into the respirator openings on his mask. Whoa, he just took two old doses of Surge Venom Soda. Got recalled in the 90s. That stuff is illegal. <laughs> the green soda courses into his mask and through the web of connected tubes. Enormous grows three sizes bigger and super jumps over the van, landing in the middle of them. 
Super Strength, the years of being kept counselor. You have no chance against me. Let's get him. Hands in. Go Team Sneak Wolf on... Can we do the Mighty Mallards chant? Oh, uh, what's that now? We all put our hands in and quack in a very unified and spirited way. You serious? Well, there's a build-up, but yeah. Uh, okay. Let's try it. Quack! 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 quack. quack. I'm not comfortable. This, this is quack, quack, quack! 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 Let's go! Team Sneak Wolf and Kit attack Lord Enormous all at once. Even at his monstrous size, he skillfully bobs and weaves between them as if he has mastered space and time altogether. Man, I want some of that soda! He catches Aurora's sword, breaks the point off of it, and kicks her down the van's hatch. Brutus swings at his back, but Lord Enormous sidesteps and slaps him in the head so hard he falls down almost unconscious. Oh! Kit fires her deadly duckle puck at his mask. It ricochets off as he throws her onto the hood of the van. Finally, Orion steps up to square off with Lord Enormous. It's blow for blow, but the giant Gorehees doesn't seem to be affected at all. In a desperate attempt to land some sort of damage, Orion hits his combo meter and moves in for the final blow. He swings, but Lord Enormous rolls with the punch, spinning around in the air before bringing his mammoth-sized elbow down onto Orion's arm. With a loud crack, the metal bends and sparks begin shooting out like sparklers on the 4th of July. Ah! Orion continues to block with his other arm, but it's not enough to stop the wave of calculated punches from Lord Enormous. Damn. <sighs> this guy's good. Orion! From out of Aurora's backpack, Bert the Snakeoid jumps out, runs up Lord Enormous's forearm, and bites down repeatedly. Unable to pierce his skin, Lord Enormous grabs Bert tightly. Ah, little Snakeoid. Never thought I'd see one. Bite all you want, little toadling. Not even your fangs can punch me in this state. What should I do with you? Let go of him. Check me out, girl with a broken sword. Watch as I crush your toad into jelly. No! Wait! What, what the hell? Sparks of blue electricity circle Lord Enormous as a portal opens in front of him. A dark, lean figure walks out of it sporting messy hair and a red bandana over his face. Mason Gorgeous, is that you? I have finally impressed you. Have I earned a place by your side and your mother? I don't know who Mason is, but you can call me Scarefighter. I'll crush you like the others. Lord Enormous charges the Mystery Man, swinging his giant fists wildly. The Scarefighter slides under his legs, whips out a shotgun, and shoots him in the back. Ow! That's smart! Jeez, how are you still standing? You want steroids, big guy? Witness the power of Surge Venom Soda! Lord Enormous quickly rolls out of the way of the second shotgun blast and knocks the shotgun from his hand, breaking it. He grabs the Scarefighter by his neck, holding him in the air. You shall promise. Why don't you take an aerial tour of my camp? The flight 
is on me. Lord Enormous throws the Scarefighter past the 18-wheeler's cab and over the large, jagged walls of the camp that sit on its trailer bed. His fall is broken by a large pink and white birthday cake. That landing was delicious. Hey, he ruined Lord Enormous' birthday cake. Take it easy, fellas. Wouldn't want this to be your last dessert. He made an arguably decent pun about food and death. Kill him! The remaining army of hockey-faced marauders move in with their machetes. Our mysterious cake-covered scarefighter pulls a sharp survival knife from a holster on his belt and begins backpedaling. He fights them through the kitchen, the archery room, in the pool, and finally the craft area, making deliberate, fatal cuts to each of them. They fall down dead around him, covered in rich frosting. It's unmistakably buttercream with its sweet vanilla extract, powdered sugar, heavy whipping cream, and a pinch of salt. I'm not sorry for the details on that. I love me some cake. From the top battlement of the fortress, the last Gorhi warriors lights a cannon and points it at him. Realizing there's going to be a decent delay before it actually goes off, the Gorhees musters some last words before the Scarefighter's knife is fatally thrown into him. Oh, oh boy. Lord Enormous lets out a fearsome roar. Now bigger than ever with bulging green veins, he soars over the fortress wall. Before he can land a bone-breaking blow with his fists, the Scarefighter reaches for his side holster, whips out a grappling gun, and fires it into the top of the camp wall, propelling himself to the already lit cannon. He grins as he points it at the Lord of the Gorhees. Hope you enjoy pool time at camp, because this is your last cannonball. I Lord Enormous catches the flying cannonball with one hand, battling its powerful resistance as it slowly pushes him backward. The struggle decreases even more as he puts his other hand on it, attempting to slow its speed. Don't you see, Scarefighters? You cannot win! It's my birthday, the age of Gorhees. I am unstoppable. You've underestimated me. And you underestimated me picking up arrows left out in your archery range. Thanks for the ammo. Make a wish. From his back, the Scarefighter pulls up a crossbow and blows dust off it. He fires two arrows at the same time. They twirl around each other and land in either can of Surge Venom connected to the mask, causing the connected tubes to overload with soda. The mask is now holding on at the seams like an old rickety dam about to burst. From the eye holes of the hockey mask, two bulging bloodshot eyes burst out. I guess this is why they call it soda pop. Ah! Oh my God, it's disgusting. The mask just exploded off his face. The whole head is green, rotting slime skull. Oh my God, this is everything I wanted and more. I want to throw up. Bless this beautiful mess. There's like worms squirting under a flap of skin on his forehead. He's got a permanent runny nose. He's like a living mucus head man with a cold he'll never get over because his head is snot. I'm so happy. <laughs> Gross. The soda explosion thrusts Lord Enormous back into the camp's extremely flammable and explosive go-kart garage. 
The scare fighter jumps off the wall, shoots his grappling hook at the watchtower, and swings back over to the duckmobile, landing in front of Aurora. Aurora looks at him. The bandana over his face bears a familiar pattern of a cat's nose, whiskers, and chin she has seen before. She realizes it was once the hat of the man she loves. He removes it, unveiling himself. They run to each other's arms. Alistair, is it, is it really you? It's really me. Is fake me dead? Yeah, machete to the head. Ouch. Uh, Aurora, how long has it been? Since you've been gone? Hours, I'd say. It's been longer where I've been. I was afraid I'd never see you again. Well, then you better not waste another second. I'm going to kiss you now, and hopefully we time it right to where that fortress explodes behind us while guitar music plays in our thoughts as we're making out. Okay. Kiss me right now! Man, they're really going at it. Uh, should we clap? Yeah, let's, let's face away, dude. Let him have this moment. We can still clap, though. Hey, you stole a goalie mask. Looks good. Thanks, dude. With the Gorhees finally vanquished, our Scarefighters part ways with the mighty Mallards. Are you guys sure you'll be all right? We're happy to give you a ride. We appreciate it, Dottie, but it looks like the Compass wants us to head in the opposite direction. Besides, we don't want to keep you from starting another woman's hockey clan revolution. It's probably for the best. We got some videos to return to Fort Blockade Buster anyway. We had a lovely time fighting alongside you. Good luck on your quest. So long, scare fighters. Good, good to have, have you, you back, back Alistair. Alistair. Thanks, guys. It's good to see you, too. Uh, how you feeling, Orion? Eh, pretty good, man. Uh, I shut off power to this arm until Aurora can look at it. It's pretty messed up. Uh, just have to fight a little harder with this other one. I'll probably grow from this. <laughs> Maybe get in a different uh, attachment, you know? Arm just not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> are, 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 you, are you sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not okay. I'm gonna go sit on that rock over there. Okay, man, I, I'm here if you need anything. He has names for them. Cory and Topanga. Cory's on the fritz. <clears throat> or, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, just to clarify, Aurora, you and Alistair are a thing now? Oh, yeah. We're official. Oh, uh, okay. So, where does that leave us? What are you talking about? Oh, no, it's fine. It's just, you know, we had this whole love triangle thing going on before. Like, you liked Alistair, and he liked you, but you also had this chemistry with me. <laughs> um, I've never had feelings for you like that, man. Uh, are you just trying to feel involved? What? So, I'm just making it up. Either that or you totally read it wrong, dude. Brutus, <laughs> I just overheard that. You always know how to cheer me up. Hey, I think I love her, too. <laughs> Quit laughing. I'm in love with her. Do you hear me? I'm... Oh, there's a 7-Eleven over there. I want tea. Oh, Bert. 